morning. This is Victoria with Dream Dogs and with Hope Service Dogs, and this is our virtual class. Now, I'm not moving around too much today. I'm not moving around because I have had sharp, jabby, shooty pains up and down my hip and my knee, uh, which haven't been fun. And I am just trying to take it easy um, as much as possible. So Luke's doing the walking with the dogs. I mean, I do heel work inside here, but I'm trying not to aggravate it. So I'm not walking around during virtual group class today. So this is going to be more of a, I get to talk. And what do we talk about is something that I have had multiple people talk to me about this week is how do I socialize my dog or my puppy during Corona, during COVID. During anything like this, I mean, heck, how do you socialize your dog during winters up north where it's too cold to go outside or summers down south where it's too hot and buggy to go outside? What do you do? So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, I do have something for you guys to work on with your dog. I do. I'm not going to like just leave you hanging. Um, what I want you to do is while I'm talking here, I want you to go get a mat. It could be a bath mat. It could be a towel. It could be a uh, dog bed. It could be a place board. It could be a piece of cardboard that is big enough for your dog to lie down on. But I want you to go get something for your dog to lie down on. And you're going to work on teaching your dog a chill out. Okay. A relax. A, uh, it is time to just be good today. Right. Uh, one of the things we did with the litter of puppies that went home last weekend, which is why we didn't do group last weekend, is we had, I think, what we had 11 i still have two rich and karen took two so um that's seven until when yes we had seven puppies go home last weekend and then rich and karen took two on monday to go to gold school for two weeks so we have two puppies left and two puppies eat a lot less and poop a lot less and are a lot less messy than 11 puppies but they went home and uh so we have some some tips and some tricks on what to do for puppies but we also have, like I said, the socialization because they need socialized too. These puppies do. Um, sounds like SI. I don't know what that is, Emily. Um, I will look that up and see on my list here. SI question mark. Because it hurt. It's been going on and it seems to be more helpful whenever I have electrolytes. So that's what I've got in my handy dandy water cup today is electrolytes. As long as I have one or two packs of the liquid IV every day, um, it doesn't seem to happen. But if I forget it for a day or two, oh my gosh, it was so bad yesterday. I was sitting there and it hurt so bad I couldn't move my leg, but it kept hurting. I had to have Luke come over and move my leg from, you know, sitting and your legs out at that 90 degree angle to lifting it up and putting it on one of those boxes. And once he did that, it felt better. And I don't know if it was just the time, if it was some sort of pinch. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, Anyway, so you're going to put the mat down, put the bed down, put the whatever you're using, put that down. We use mutt mats here. I really like mutt mats. And you can layer. So if you have a place and a mutt mat, what do you do? You take the place board, you put the mutt mat on top of it. If your dog has a good place, now your dog will learn that the mutt mat is more portable. You know, if one of you go out. Why do we do place? We do place because a lot of different things. I like the dogs to be able to just chill out beside me as long as the uh, Roomba's not trying to run them over. Uh, but we've also had where we've gone out to restaurants and the floor's been sticky that when the dog stands up, part of his fur comes off. And that's gross. Like, who wants to put up with that? Nobody. Uh, 
we've had it where uh, the chemicals that they use to clean, say, the airport, the airplane, you know, the chemicals are strong for the dog's skin. So we put a blanket down. Um, we've had going to movie theaters where people spill popcorn and soda pop all over the place. You want to have a blanket down. So I do like having a portable blanket for the dogs to, uh, to down on, to place on. So join our nerve. Sacroiliac. Oh, see, I can, I can say that one. Some medical words I can't say. I will look that up. Um, but if I go weird during this, that's why. Uh, so while you're working on place, so while your dog's on place, you can say place and give him a treat room service and deliver that food right to his mouth. If, uh, if not, click and have him come to you and then just wait for him to find place again. Whenever we're training the puppies, okay, we want to have an aquarium to train the puppies in. And that is kind of an, a boring spot. If you guys watched the video I had put up, uh, I think it was under the Hope page yesterday, last night of uh, Snowflake barking at herself in the mirror, you know, that's because she wasn't in a, an aquarium that she should have been in. Okay, what's an aquarium that she should have been in? Maybe a three or four foot by three or four foot uh, wooden box so she doesn't get as distracted while she learns. So you don't have those competing motivators. And once she gets it, then you can add in those competing motivators. But right now, the world's a great big oyster for her. Um, so how, but how do you socialize your dog? While you're doing place, <laughs> uh, while you're doing place, do that while, and then take notes too. So grab a, a notebook and a pen or a pencil if you don't have one yet. And then I want feedback from you guys too. How would you socialize your dogs? How have you been socializing your dogs during Corona? And this is true for pet dogs and it's true for service dogs. What have you been doing to socialize your dogs when you're barely leaving your house? Well, first you're leaving your house somewhat, even if it's to walk out and get the mail, right? Hopefully. So you can take your dog outside with you sometimes and other times leave your dog home alone in a crate. Now, I do firmly believe that every single dog needs to be crate trained. I don't care what reason you're going to give me on why your dog's special and shouldn't be crate trained. Every dog needs to be crate trained because I'm going to share some info that happened last night. One of my clients called me in a panic. Uh, they were sitting at the emergency vet because they couldn't go in. Um, their dog, they had been playing with the dog. And the dog came down funny on his leg. He broke his kneecap and he did, I think it's called a slab fracture on his shin. Just from playing. They weren't, you know, doing anything wrong. They were just playing and he, the dog just came down wrong. Okay, so stuff like that happens now until he can have surgery on Monday. Today is, it happened on Friday. Today is Saturday. Um, he's splinted, but a splint isn't going to work on holding together a fracture like that, right? It can't work that way. So they'll need to screw it into place, which means the dog's going to need to be crate rested. And why do we crate rest? Is because you're not going to be there 24-7. And if you are, you're going to create a, a dog who thinks that you're his servant, waiting on you hand, him hand and foot, and that he, he can do no wrong. And that's not the case. So yeah, cuddle, you know, cuddle this weekend with him. But this is one of the reasons why this is nothing that was planned. You know, whenever the dog gets, you know, neutered and spayed and everything else, the dog will get crate rest as well. Uh, if your female comes into heat, they get crate rest. If there's an injury like this, they get crate rest. So stuff like this happens and your dog needs to be good in a crate. Okay. So your dog needs to be good in a crate with or without you there with everyone on 
quarantine lockdown, it's kind of hard because you are with your dog 24 seven. What do you do? One of the things that we'll do is we would put the puppies in the office in their crates there. And then, you know, we don't sleep in the office. Another thing that we'll do is if they're in the living room, you know, playing or sleeping or what have you, I'll come back to the bedroom and shut the door. Are they thinking, oh, they're alone? I don't know. Uh, Luke and I actually just left them this week to run into Walmart to pick up our order uh, because we had to go in there and pick up like five things. Uh, that was the first time the puppies had been left without an adult here since they were born. And that needs to happen, though. Because what are the chances that somebody's going to be with them 24-7 and never once be separated? Even the service dogs, it doesn't happen. Service dogs need their downtime. Okay, so every dog needs to be crate trained. We need to ward off separation anxiety before it starts by letting your dog have some of that alone time. But this isn't alone time where my puppy runs all over the house. This is, you know, secure. They're safe. They're in their pen or they're in their crate. Okay, I'm going to potty them beforehand. Um, or make sure I have that pee pad in there. And it's a pee grass, it's not really a pee pad. Uh, and I'm gonna give them some toys. I'm gonna make sure that they're not hungry or thirsty, and then I'm gonna go uh, somewhere. Now, if I wanna take my puppy to socialize, then what can I do? Well, I can go outside in the yard and play. Uh, there's, <laughs> if your area is like ours, people have been, today is the 4th of July, so happy 4th, happy Independence Day, US. Uh, but people have been shooting off fireworks for the last four days. Okay, uh, while we're outside last night, I was trying to capture it on video and I could not get it on video, but you could see it just over the trees and the neighbor shooting off fireworks and it's beautiful and it was fun and we didn't have to do anything. We just, you know, I stopped there and I watched, but I brought the, the puppy out, both puppies came out and I brought the goldens out to, to go potty. If this is your dog, make sure your dog is on a leash or, you know, firework stuff, but, but the puppy, you know, she wasn't, they weren't too concerned about it. And if they were, we just laugh it off. But they really weren't. She, they were looking for places to go pee and everything else. But just being out in your yard, that's, that's socializing. You know, I usually would tell people go to a school. And, uh, you know, as the kids are going in for the day or at recess and lunch or coming home, especially elementary school, it's a good thing, you know, walk, walk by the sidewalk in front of the school while the kids are all screaming and yelling and hooting and hollering. You know, it's a great thing for your puppy to see and to experience. But schools aren't going on right now. And not because it's summer, too, even though it is summer, too. And with corona cases spiking tremendously, which, you know, go figure, uh, you know, what do you do? Well, you still can go for a car ride, okay? Put your dog in a crate. Have somebody else hold your dog. You do not drive and hold your dog. And if your dog is a puppy, you do not drive and let your puppy loose in the car. Somebody else has to have eyes on the puppy and hands on the puppy. So puppies, for me, do not get freedom in the car. They have not earned it yet. So they are crated or, you know, Rich is holding them if I'm driving or I'm holding them if he's driving. Usually they're crated because they can get very squirmy. And you don't want that to happen. Okay. Uh, so go for a car ride. If you go someplace that you see people, but you don't want to go and interact with people, like Walmart, there's always people at Walmart. Okay. Um, what do you do? You, you take your dog to a Walmart parking lot. You don't get out of the car. You sit there and you watch what's going on. If you do want to get out of the car, you can get out of the car. You can carry your puppy if you want to. Uh, you can walk your dog if you want to. You do not have to go up and approach people. Okay, all you got to do is walk walk around. Uh, keep your social distancing. And that's where I'm telling you too, if, if you're like, no, I'm very immune compromised. I cannot. Then sit in your car and just, that's whenever you can get your dog out of the crate 
and kind of show him what's going on, feed him his dinner, do some training on the front seat or crawl with your dog into the back seat and do some training back there. It can happen, guys. Um, parks and such are usually a recommendation of mine. But again, what do you do here? Well, again, there's still people outside walking. It's not like this is the walking dead and you don't see anybody. Okay. Well, I mean, there you would still see the zombies. You could socialize your dog with zombies. But, uh, but what else? Uh, go to the dog park with the chameleon three wearing masks and social distancing, says Stacy Tucker. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I'm not always wild about dog parks. Hmm. We're having trouble playing this video. I don't know if you guys can still hear me or not. But, um, but yeah, you can do the, the masks and the social distancing. Make sure you have hand sanitizer. Do not allow people to pet your puppy. Socialization is not allowing everybody in the world to pet your puppy. It's not. That's not what socializing is. And if you're doing socializing that way, you're doing it wrong. Um, what you want to do instead is... Uh, Oh, good. It's fixed. Good. Because it's still showing me that it's having trouble playing the video. Thank you. Um, what you want to do is do not allow people to pet your puppy. If your puppy thinks that, or dog, I'm going to just call them all. It's interchangeable. It's not like one's different from the other, right? But if you want your dog to run up to everybody that he sees, jump all over him, them, and get pets for them and ignore you, well, then you can start doing that early. Because how many people do that? Oh, look, he's going to say hi. Oh, look, he's jumping up on you. It's okay. He's a puppy and I love puppies. Yeah, well, that's not going to be cute when he's 80 pounds. Okay, so don't start it now. If they are sitting or standing or laying down, then they can get attention. If they are jumping up on you, they do not get attention. And you have to take care of that. Don't expect other people to take care of that. But it's one of the reasons uh, I'll always ask the dog, do you want to say hi? And if the dog steps forward or goes up to the person they can say hi. If not, they can't say hi. I'm not. No, you can't. If somebody comes up to me, can I pet your puppy? No. Because why? Because I usually have a service dog is usually what they are. And I don't want the service dog to think, oh, it's an outing. Everybody pet me. Why aren't everybody petting me? And I've, I've had clients where that's happened. Well, I'm not clients. Okay. I've had evals where they get offended that I don't foo and fawn all over their dog, especially now with Corona. And I'm thinking first, I tested positive in May. I'm asymptomatic. I'm waiting to figure out what to do about getting retested without shoving a swab into my brain because I need to be retested twice to schedule my hysterectomy. But I tested positive. Even if I have the, um, the antibodies in my blood, I still, you know, I, I assume I'm not shedding my virus, but I don't want to take the risk. What if you have it? I don't want to get reinfected if I'm not uh, having antibodies in my blood if that makes sense. So I don't want, I, I'm not going to touch stranger dogs. I'm not going to touch dogs who come out for evals. And I had one woman who was, who was upset that I didn't foo and fawn all over her dog. And I'm, it's for your safety. You came out here to evaluate him as a service dog prospect. For all I know, you have an extremely compromised immune system. And if I pet him and I get something on him, or if you, you give something to me, that's not safe for anybody. So even with dogs, I'm keeping social distancing. Uh, we had traveled, we had Django out in public a couple months ago, and a woman, who we were at a gas station filling up, and I had got him out to stretch his legs, and a woman starts coming over to a beeline right for us, 
and she was still at least 50 feet away and I told her to stop. I said, no. Was it a Malinois? I said, yes, it's a Malinois. Oh, can I come and say hi? No, you can't come and say hi. Corona, lockdown, leave me alone. You know, no, we don't play that. Uh, we had the puppies a couple weeks ago at Universal at City Walk, and they did great. And I don't think anybody came up and asked to pet. Them. Oh, no. Yeah, we did have somebody come up and ask to pet them while we were on the grass. I went with her kids and we said no. Uh, because they have to learn to ignore the people and pay attention to us that we are more important than the people are. Okay. Uh, so yeah, definitely wear your masks. Definitely keep your social distance and definitely keep some hand sanitizer in your pocket. Okay. You really want to have those and do not allow people to pet your dog now. Because if I do this, I have Coronas. <coughs> a puppy. Let me pet your puppy. Now I just spread it onto the puppy. And then you're going to let some old person pet the puppy. And that old person's going to pet the puppy. And then the person's going to say like, oh, I had a puppy before. Or the person's not going to think and he's going to take a bite of something. And that, that it's going to spread, people. So we're trying to do everything we can to cut down on that spreading of it. You know, whenever we meet up, um, we had a couple evals this week. Uh, they, we come, they sit, we talk. I don't touch the dog. I don't touch them. I don't shake hands. I don't fist bump, you know, and it seems it's so strange because you're used to shaking hands. Hey, how are you? I'm trying not to. I'm trying to keep that social distancing with everybody. I'm trying to keep the social distancing between dogs. No, you're not allowed to take your dog off leash here. Why? Because I free range chickens. And I don't want your dog killing a chicken, nor do I want your dog running around to the other side of the house where we can't see him and eating something or um, pooping all over the place or jumping up at the storm doors or um, digging out from the fence or jump, running around, jumping over the other side of the fence, even though it's a, a pretty decent fence. It's a chain link. It's a good height. Most dogs can't jump it, but you know, there's always that one and going off and harassing my cows and making them jump you know, break through a fence to get out of, away from your dog. So no, you can't take your dogs off leash. Um, no, I'm not going to fawn all over them. And no, you shouldn't be asking people to fawn all over your dog at this point, because are you, are you going to bring your dog inside and wash him every time? Wash him, change out his equipment that he has on, uh, change out his collar, change out his leashes, uh, you know, wash and disinfect them. You know, there, there's a lot going on and cases are skyrocketing, which is odd because just a few weeks ago, people were complaining about the masks and going to big meetings of people complaining about masks. Yeah, a week ago we had, I told you a week ago we had the puppies go home, which was eight weeks old. So two weeks ago we were at uh, Universal at City Walk. We were masked. You know, what can I tell you? You have to have these things in play. Are the masks helpful? I don't know. I don't know how helpful they are, but if it can help somebody, do it. You know, would I be able to do a universal without it? Probably not. But most dogs can't get into universal to service dogs in training. But any, any sort of town square. So we have Brownwood up the road here. Uh, and, you know, we, we go up there with the dogs. I'm trying to talk Luke into going up there because Duncan's up there and I want a frozen chai really bad. And uh, he has not done that with me yet. Okay. And part of that is, you know, maybe he's smart for not doing that because, you know, Corona. Uh, Jennifer says our neighbors were getting a new driveway put in. So we went and sat across the street while all the big machines were running. Yeah. Um, 
That's perfect. We had um, our neighbors, we had the puppies out here when they were first dropped off. And a fire truck came by and an ambulance came by and went up the neighbor's driveway. You bet I was out there with the puppies watching that. So anything that you see like that, so if you know that they're doing construction down the road, bring your puppy to the construction. If you know, you know, McDonald's is gonna have people at least going through drive-through, you can go and watch that. If you know whenever the dump truck comes by your house to pick up the garbage, sit outside and watch it, you know? Um, you need the air brakes, man, city buses. You know, there's ways to get them out and about and socialize, it's different. Um, we had months where we weren't sitting in any restaurants. Uh, we finally did it a few weeks ago uh, when the puppies were seven weeks old. We brought them out um, when Karen was here. Uh, and we actually sat, uh, we went up to McAllister's and we sat in a the restaurant there. And it's the first time we've been in a restaurant since, I think since March. Uh, and, and it stinks because I've had client dogs who they need the restaurant training. And what do you do whenever you're not going to a restaurant? Well, you, you need to fake it until you can. So you can set up a dining room table and chairs at home. Um, you can set up a desk. You, you can pretend as much as you need to until it actually happens. Um, I've had clients who were upset, not upset, upset, but disappointed maybe that we didn't get to Disney. Disney's closed. I can't get to Disney when it's closed. And even Universal now, it's a how important is my health versus taking your dog to Universal. You know, like, yes, I really want to go. We won't go until the end of the month, probably. Uh, and whenever we did go, it was, oh, yeah, that was the other restaurant we went to was Anahito's Anna at City Walk um, a couple weekends ago, and it was super. I loved it. Uh, Stacy says, I'm so OCD about anyone touching our kissy facing feet. And, and you have to be Stacy because I do not want people touching my dog, especially now, especially now. I cannot emphasize that enough. Usually I'm just strict about it and maybe one person per outing or one person every other outing, I'll allow them to pet, but not, not now. You're not petting my dog. And you know, my dog doesn't need to be pet by you. If you want to pet a dog, go get your own dog and pet him, but you're not petting mine. And we have had people, Rich told somebody that we were up at Brownwood. This was a while ago, at least last year or longer, um, up at Brownwood. And a woman came over, oh, can my kids pet your dog? And he said, no, she's in training. It was a pet dog and still, well, they want to pet him. I promised them that, that they could pet your dog. Well, that's funny because we just walked by. When did you have time to promise them? And where are your kids at? You know, that you could, and why would you promise them? Well, I promised them, I promised my kid who doesn't have his driver's license yet that he can drive your car. No, it doesn't work that way. You can't promise for somebody else. I promised my kid that you would give him the keys to your house and the deed. What do you mean? We'll see if this is any better. Hopefully it will be. But, uh, and if not, if this isn't any better, this will be it for the day. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. It just said we're done. And that was all. Uh, but we're back. So, so what do you do? So, uh, somebody, uh, comments on the other video. Um, I hear you people are getting snippy. Uh, somebody else said a dog just died from COVID. Uh, and, and, you know, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. So you need to you need to be prepared um, for you and your dog because this is prime time to get puppies. I'm telling you. Um, I had people think that I was crazy for breeding Lucy. They thought we should wait until her next litter. 
uh, her next heat cycle to breed her because nobody's going to buy puppies right now. Are you kidding? There's, there's no puppies to be found anywhere. Uh, you know, the puppies are kind of worth their weight in gold right now uh, because there's no puppies to be found anywhere. So yeah, puppies are a hot commodity and you can't import right now. Well, they just kind of are opening it up, but you weren't able to import. Uh, so rescues weren't able to import. And what are you going to do? So people are getting puppies. People are adopting dogs. A lot of shelters have cleared out um, because of COVID, because you're, you're home alone. Um, you realize that you need a friend in your life who isn't going to complain. Uh, and you get, you get a puppy, um, which is great, right? Puppies are fun. Dogs are fun. Uh, but then those dogs need training. Welcome back. It said froze and then said done. It froze and then said done. Okay. So how else can you socialize? Well, you do have to run to the store. Now, how we utilize is uh, maybe you have delivery service. I live out in the boonies. I don't get delivery service. But I have two pizza places that will deliver. And we have Walmart. We can do pickup. So we'll place an order for Walmart pickup. We'll go in. Now, I do not leave my dog in the back seat unattended when we do that. If we would do anything, uh, what we had done before is I would leash up and I'd walk the dog a little bit while they were loading up. So that's a possibility if you have somebody who you can do that with. Uh, you can go to Publix parking lot. Well, Publix is our grocery store, right? You can go to Publix parking lot and you can, you can park there. You can walk your dog around towards the back. If you want to go in, if you feel comfortable going in, you can do that. You can go into the grocery store. Um, you can go into the store if you have a service dog for service dog in training, right? And if you're in a state that allows service dogs in training, because they don't all allow service dogs in training. Um, but you have options, okay? It's just harder. Uh, and that's okay, because what you're going to do is you're going to work more on the in-home stuff. So Django, what was it? April was the last time I had really worked him. Then we had May and then we had June. So it had been over two months since I had him out in public. And this is true for a lot of the people because I want to get in and out really quickly because I don't want to get exposed. Again, most of my people are disabled. Um, we've been doing a lot of video lessons. Uh, so what do you do? We, I hadn't taken him out, but I've been working him in here at the house and on the property, a lot of heel work. So when I took him out about a week ago, just to see how he's doing, he was doing amazing. Amazing. Um, now, does that mean that I want to go and take client dogs out? Do I, oh, how much risk do I want to put a client dog in? You know, my dogs, it's one thing. Okay. Client dogs, it's a different story. Because I don't want them to get exposed to it. I don't want them to be the dog in Georgia who died of COVID. You know, I mean, I'm not in Georgia, but I don't want them to be a dog in Florida who dies of COVID because I'm trying to get them out. So we can work a lot in here. And while dogs don't generalize well, if we can get them out a few times, that's huge. Because there is an epidemic going on right now. And I don't have superpowers, okay, unless I am asymptomatic and I've got the antibodies in me, which means that... I've got the cure for COVID in my blood. That's what at least I'm hoping for. Um, Jennifer says she does a weekly essentials for a shopping trip. And when she takes the dog for training and to be safe, I wash down everything once we get back home. Wear a mask and hand sanitizer when there. Stay away from people as much as possible. Jennifer, when you do that, do you have a lot of people who approach you asking to pet? Your dog, not you. Uh, just curious. Because, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, you do need to wash. And that's where, you know, I can't wash a prong collar, but I can, you know, put it in a maybe bleach water for a little bit and then rinse it off. Um, or sit it out in the sun for a day or two, you know, and let that kill kill whatever. But the problem is you don't know what all kills it. You know, I mean, bleach kills most everything, but I don't want to bleach it and then put it on the dog right away. It has to, to dry and, you know, get rinsed off after everything's dead on it, I think. Um, E-collars the same way. You know, leashes and, and flat collars, um, head halter type of stuff, you can just throw that in the wash. Um, our washing machine actually has a sanitized load. So Rich had been doing that. For the puppy, <laughs> the puppies make a mess and they will spill their water, they'll pee on the mat, they'll poop on the mat sometimes, or they'll smear poop on the mat. So uh, every night when we put them in their crate, we have to reset up their whole play area, which means all the toys that they've been playing with get washed because they poop and smear it sometimes, not always. And they're playing and, you know, I can't, I can't get mad at them. You know, they're very clean puppies, but a little poop smear is still a poop smear. Um, or a little water. Is that water? Is that pee? I don't know. Let's not take the chance. Uh, so we put those in the wash. We'll put the, uh, the mutt mat, the waterproof one liner underneath it. We'll put that in the wash and we'll put it on sanitizer. When Rich was here, he would bleach, um, add the bleach to the dispenser as well. I don't do that as much because the smell of bleach bothers me. Um, the smell of some cleaners bother me, so, which is why he's the one who usually takes care of the pee accidents or poop accidents when we do have them. And then we'll set up with the other one. So we'll have two sets. We actually have three sets. Um, but we have two sets so we can get everyone cleaned up and, you know, reset up for the next day. And we do that at night. Um, Jennifer says, biothane collar and leash. You can Lysol clean. The rest of the gear goes in the sun for about six hours, then the shed for 24 hours. Yeah. And then she also says, depends on the trip, but shocking uh, at time, Yes. I got a leash rep. They said, do not pet, keep your germs to yourself, right? Make a fortune with that one. Margaret says, thank you for being cautious and professional in these difficult times. Thank you, Margaret. Yeah, it's it's scary right now. And I get people, I do get them who ask if I, I do a discount if you're disabled. And I'm like, dude, I train service dogs. Do you have a service dog? You must be disabled. I'm not Kohl's. I'm not doing Kohl's pricing where it's 10000 for a service dog. But if you buy, buy, buy on this low, low price special today, and for you, you get a discount because you're a person, it, it doesn't work that way. Like these are our prices. There's no discounts if you're disabled because all of our service dog people are disabled. All of them. Or they wouldn't have a service dog. You have to have a disability to have a service dog. And so some people think that it's not a disability. Well, I'm diabetic, that's not a disability. Well, it interferes with one or more of life's functions. Yes. You know, it might be a work through disability. Every disability doesn't mean, you know, I'm comatose and I can't move, but still it's a disability. And, and we're trying to be as, as professional, as understanding as possible. So we haven't done, I haven't done a lot of in-persons. We've done go-home sessions, uh, but a lot of the private training, like I have a private schedule today. I had one also scheduled for today, which we already did, but uh, we are doing as much on video as what we can. So it's like this, and you're on the other end. Instead of talking to you know people who are commenting, I talk to you. And then if I need to show you something, I use one of my dogs to show you something. And it's been working well, um, which I like. You know, I had someone said, well, you're, you know, you're going to give me COVID. Well, no, because I'm not seeing you. You know, if you're, if you're, you know, one of our longstanding clients, we don't, we're not. If you say, oh, I want to come out to the ranch for a private session. 
We're not really doing that. We're doing the video sessions um, just for that safety, just for the safety of everybody involved. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times I like it whenever the, the go homes are done, you know, for board and train are done via video session just because it's easier. Um, I don't like walking around outside with a mask on. I don't. I don't use one here. It's my house. I can't. I don't like it. It's too hot. Why do I use it at, at Universal? Why do I use it when I go out shopping? Is usually because I bring my wheelchair with me. You know, and then it sits outside. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, Margaret, it's it's not been fun. Um, I've been doing zinc supplement. We have vitamin C supplements um, that we've been doing. Like I said, I've been doing my electrolytes. Um, I thought I was running a fever. I wasn't. I just felt warm, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I went to go do blood to see if I can get the blood um, test done. And they uh, you had to wait outside for, I don't know, five or ten minutes in the Florida 90-something degree heat. And then they take your temperature and ask you all the questions before they let you in. Well, I'm, I was asymptomatic from the get-go. If I have a fever, it doesn't mean I have COVID. And then I talked to the Department of Health here, and they said... Uh, you know, because my doctor said, I wonder if you're, if instead of being asymptomatic positive, that you were a false positive. And according to the health department, which, yeah, I know it's a government-run organization, and they maybe have a wee bit of an agenda, um, you know, there's more false negatives than false positives, and no, I still had it. You know, so, okay. Um, but, you know, you need to keep your health first and foremost but you also need to train your dog. So that also means how much does your, how many food meals a day does your dog go through? These puppies, they eat three times a day. Uh, adult dog, or as they get older, they'll eat twice a day, then adult dogs maybe once or twice a day. It all depends. So what do you do? You are going to get their food ready and you're gonna use each meal time as a training session. And you're gonna set the timer on your phone for puppies, two minutes, adults, five to 10 minutes. As they're doing well, you can bump it up to 15 minutes. But really, it's better to do three five-minute training sessions than one 15-minute training session. So you potty your dog, you bring him back in, you work him, work him, work him, work him, and then he can eat, or you can piecemeal feed him. Uh, so we have Lucina is still with us, the Great Dane. She eats so slow that if we piecemeal her, which means, you know, sit, click, food, or touch, click, food type of stuff, it takes her forever to eat. And we're going to be going at least a half hour. And that's too long because she'll lose, she loses her momentum. Okay. And this happens to, to a number of dogs, right? So they're going, going up, oh, they're going to eat. And then they go, 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 oh, they're going to eat. And then they go, and, and they just, they can't get their momentum going. So what do we do instead? Um, she'll get some treats because they're easier to go down. Uh, a hand, not even a handful, like two or three treats is easier than two or three kibbles for her. Uh, so she'll get some treats and then I'll also, sometimes I'll click and not give her anything to build up a little bit of frustration and get her going. And, uh, and then at the end she'll get to eat. And, and like I said, it'll take her probably 15, 20 minutes to eat up then. And she'll eat, nom, 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 you know, um, we water it for her just in case that might be part of the issue. Um, maybe it's too dry. I don't know. What I tell people is it's like eating a bunch of saltine crackers without having any soup to put them in, right? Sometimes you don't want that. Uh, but you need to train your dog. And even just like with Django, even if you're working on a lot of heel work, finding heel position, heel, 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 
Okay, we need some distraction. Let's go outside. The squirrels can be a good distraction. Let's work that. Okay, let's go to the front yard. Okay, let's go up and down the street. You can take your dog up and down the street. You just have to do the social distancing. You have to tell people, no, they can't pet your dog. And you have to be scanning so you know what's going to happen before it happens. So if you're scanning, 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 and you see somebody coming up to you, laser beam focused on your dog and walking towards you, you know what's coming. And if not, I'll tell you what's coming. They're going to come up and try to pet your dog or ask to pet your dog. So for that, put your dog in a sit, put your dog right behind you. If they're coming up on your, your left, put the dog on your right, put the dog in a center between your legs and whenever they, oh, can I pet your dog? Nope. He's working. Nope. He's training. Or, and practice this first, practice it, of course. Stop in the name of love hand. Stop. You can't come over and say hi. Okay. So that's things that you need to watch for. And as service dog trainers and service dog handlers and service dog owners, it's something that I try to drill into my clients because it happens all the time is that people see your dog. I've had people come up and give my dog um, food. What the heck are you doing? Like, I want to give up and give your baby, come up and give your baby food. Not only that, I'm going to go up and give him peanuts because hopefully he'll have a peanut allergy. And I don't care how old the, pup, the baby is. Maybe he's, you know, maybe the baby's two months old. I'll come up and give him a handful of peanuts. I'll just throw it at his, his stroller, right? No. So stop doing it to my dog. It's annoying. Um, I've had people run up and pet. I've had people walk by and pet. People are weird. Uh, but yeah, so you can still socialize. You just have to do it smarter and you need to put more of a foundation in it. So a lot of people are, are all excited to get the puppies out. Now I had my puppy at universal at seven weeks old, so I totally get it. However, I'm also a professional trainer. This isn't my first radio. I know what I'm doing. Um, the puppies did amazing. The puppies weren't stressed out at all. We stayed in city walk. They played in the grass. They got a couple pictures in a video. Uh, they went out to eat with us and they stayed, you know, in their carriers and it was the two of them together. You know, it worked and it worked out really well, um, which made me very happy uh, because you want that. You need that. It's, it's what we really want. Grabbing tail. Yes. Oh my gosh. People are so strange. Yeah. Grabbing tails, kids running up and poking the dog. The kid had run up and poked, uh, arrow. I'm like, no. And the kid started crying, screaming, and the mom's like, how dare you not let my kid touch your dog? Your kid's like two years old. Your kid, like, he's a Malinois. He's going to bite your kid's face off if I tell him to, because, like, your kid deserves it. No, he wouldn't. He never would have. I had a Home Depot employee, Jennifer says, do that after I told him she doesn't need a treat. I have some for her. Oh, yeah, the um, the pet stores and stuff, and, yeah, you can tell I have treats here. Can I give your dog a treat? No. Why? Sensitive stomach. I don't want explosive gas and diarrhea the rest of the day. Thank you. And no, because I don't want him to learn that weirdos can give him treats. You know, stop it. I've, 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 he's my dog. I've got this. Um, I hate it when people grab her tail. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's aggravating. Grabbing tail. So one of the things that we prep them for, Margaret, is we prep them for um, grabbing tails. We prep them for... Um, poking we pet them for prep them for stepping on paws all the stuff that people can do we try to we don't we tell our clients we work with prepping them for so whenever it does happen the dog's just like whatever i don't care which is much better than you know touch me i'm gonna get you now because you don't want that at all um 
you know, you'd rather have the derpy just like, uh-huh, that means I get a treat, right? Yeah, buddy, you can have a treat, and I'll move you because that kid's weird. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a short class today. Tuesday night. So Monday, I'm supposed to fly out, and Rich is flying back from Missouri. Uh, so he is at Gold School right now, and that will finish off his Gold School on Sunday. So Monday morning, he flies back here. I fly out there. And then he is here for a week, and Karen, and I'll have Monday, and I'll have Tuesday. Tuesday night is our um, our Facebook Live, so we should be able to do that from uh, the Airbnb that we're renting out there, and do our Facebook Live. Don't know what we'll do it on. Maybe on where the puppies are uh, with their training. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we will have Gold School. So I will not be here next week. Uh, I can see if Rich wants to do it, but, you know, Rich. And then we're going to drive home, um, Karen and I, uh, in her Mercedes Sprinter. So that'll be our my first road trip, um, big road trip with the Sprinter. We had done Universal. That's what the car we had taken. Uh, and it was way comfortable. It was really nice. Uh, how we're going to do this is Candy's already out there and the puppy's already out there, along with Karen's puppy and Holstein. So we have four dogs out there, so I don't have to bring Gypsy, which is good because that means I don't have to get out there and wash her. That means when I get to the airport, I will have my at least one face mask. I will have my wheelchair with me. Um, I need to get, I have some disinfectant wipes. I'm going to put those. <laughs> going to make a note of that. Disinfect wipes. Um, what we're going to do is put some of those in a... Uh, sandwich ziploc you know sandwich or quart size ziploc and then whenever we get there then we can wipe off the chair um so i will take my chair out i will putter over now she already has my suitcase which is nice we sent i packed it up um i i sent it with her <laughs> with her and rich so they have my luggage and i'm flying out with my wheelchair and and probably um just my personal you know like a backpack type of thing i do have a backpack that I'm putting together for the wheelchair. I don't think I can, I don't think that will count as my bag bag, but I need to see what's in it. So that's one of the things I need to work on this weekend because I do have extra masks in there. I have liquid IV. I have a glucometer. I have my pulse oxygen, ox, pulse ox. Um, I have a blood pressure cuff. You know, I've got stuff that I probably should have with me. Karen probably has too because she's always prepared. Um, but it is my red bag and I have it clipped to the back of the chair. So that will become part of the chair. And then we'll need to cut the straps and everything because right now it's very strappy hanging there. Um, but we'll get it to fit just perfect and make sure that's where I want it. But I like it because it does clip on. It's not just a sling over the shoulder of it. You know, it's clipped into it so people can't just come and take it and go. But I'm also not going to put money or anything in it too. Um, so we'll have, you know, I'll have my tote bag and we'll have the wheelchair. And then whenever we get there, um, we can disinfect the wheelchair that way and then leave it sitting, probably sitting, if it's not raining, maybe sitting outside for a couple of days. Um, and whenever we get there, then we'll load that into the, uh, her sprinter and that's it. You know, it's just me and my bag and my wheelchair. Uh, and then Rich gets on and he comes home. So when he comes home, I'll probably have some disinfectant wipes in the Jeep for him if he forgets it. I'll see, uh, well, I'll probably bring some Anna back because it's smart to bring that right now. Uh, you know, places have them, 
but not all places have them. And of course, washing with soap and water is good. Uh, but even some places are out of soap and they're like, here, just use anti-back. And you're like, no, I want soap. Go find soap. Uh, so yeah, yeah, but that's, that's going to be Monday. And, uh, and then I get to, cause flying is difficult, especially whenever I'm not feeling good. Um, and I won't be traveling with a service dog unless I do decide to bring Gypsy out. I have it written down that I'm bringing a service dog. But like I said, I have I have candy out there already. So we'll see if I want to bring Gypsy or not. And that's another thing, too, is I could always put on her shoes and her um, her shed defender. So then the only thing that's really appearing then is her head. And then whenever we get out there, just, you know, wipe her head off, you know, from anybody, any germ she might pick up. So that's a possibility, too. Don't know debating but I think if I'm handling I don't have to handle luggage so it's just me in my chair it shouldn't be that bad hopefully fingers crossed um uh, but anyway all that means is I won't um I will be here next um this coming Tuesday but I will not be here a week from today and I don't think Rich is going to do it because I'm the one who handles this all the time not him uh but he'll be here with uh with Luke and, uh, and then I'll, our school finishes up a week from tomorrow. His finishes up tomorrow. Mine finishes up a week from tomorrow. And then Karen and I will head home Monday. I mean, it's about a 16 hour drive, so it'll be two days. It'll be Monday and Tuesday. So we'll get here late Tuesday night. So that means that our Tuesday night webinar next weekend will be while we're on the road. And then, um, Wednesday is our recoup day. And then Thursday we have more dogs coming in. So it'll be good. It'll be really good. Um, that's our plan. Working hopes, hope wise stuff. Oh yeah. You want, you want to know hope wise stuff since I've still got some people on, I will fill you in hope wise. So puppies, um, out of 11 puppies, most of them have gone home. We're waiting on one to transport. Um, we're waiting um, for my parents to get down here at some point and pick up theirs. Um, then we'll have the hope puppy for training and Karen has her puppy. So those are the puppies that are remaining. Um, Transport was going to come after the fourth. Today is the fourth. Yay. Uh, so I don't know what time, what day I need to find out from her just because Monday, if she comes, you know, while we're doing the exchange and stuff, Luke will be here. So yay. Um, but we're working on a procedures manual. I had to put a policy manual together for Karen, his secretary. Um, our previous secretary had not done it. Um, so we had, or if she had it, she hadn't shared it with us whenever she resigned. So we have, I put her policy manual together. I also made a, working on a procedures manual, which is right now, basically, this is what we're doing and putting it in there that I can organize later. But if we have everything, it makes it easier. Uh, Ginger, we were hoping was in heat because Seth was extremely interested in her the end of May, but she hadn't gotten poofy on the back end or started bleeding. So um, someone has suggested it might be a split heat, which means not a full heat cycle. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. But she didn't, um, excuse me, Ooh, sorry about that. Um, she, her progesterone never spiked, which means that a few days to a few weeks later, um, it will, she'll come around again, okay? And, uh, and then she'll, she'll ovulate the second time, which is fine with me, that works. So we have her baby daddy picked out, it's Banks from um, Honor Service Dogs. Um, for that, for Candy, we have her baby daddy. I still need to get her, her, um, harness out in the mail. Um, so we know how she's doing heart wise. Cause that's the last thing that we need. 
Um, I don't see problems with that. Fingers crossed there's no problems. Uh, so she'll be coming into heat probably in August. So yay. Yeah, we've got, we've got fun stuff going. Uh, and then Lucy, we have about six months before she comes into heat again. So we, we've got time. So my goal with um, Ginger and Lucy and Seth is to get them ready for their canine good citizen test. Uh, if we can get their CGC, possibly the other two advanced CGCs, but at least we need the canine good citizen and the novice trick dog title. Those are what I want to get on these three. Um, but it's also doing them between our dogs and client dogs and everything else that we're doing. So busy, busy. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's, that's how it's going. That's what things are going on. Uh, let me know what questions you have. Oh, Margaret says, I never thought of the shed defender. What a great idea. Yeah, it works out really good. And there's a washer dryer at the place, um, that we're staying at. So I can just throw the clothes in whenever we get there. I'm um, safe travels. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate that. Uh, anyway, I'm going to sign off now. Go get something to eat before clients start going. Uh, video calls, but still, uh, I will see you guys on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time-ish. Um, we might go a little earlier. We might go a little later. It depends on what all we're doing because uh, it's hard to tell what's going on in advance. But I will not be here next week on Saturday because I'll be at Gold School learning stuff and doing good. Have a great class. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Margaret, uh, for tuning in. Now, if you guys like our page on Facebook, um, follow us, um, turn on notifications so you see it first whenever we go live. You'll be alerted whenever we go live and you'll get a little on your phone and you can click it and it'll take you right here to it, uh, which is good because then you get to see us more. I uh, hope you guys have a fantastic 4th of July weekend uh, for your dogs. If they don't like fireworks and thunderstorms, keep them leashed up the whole day when you take them outside today. Don't assume that because it's sky that everything's good because people are weird. Uh, they don't just wait until it's nighttime to put on fireworks. Uh, tie your dog out today. Do some extra training today. Do some uh, mental stuff today. Don't just run your dog, you know, mental stuff. Um, put music on tonight. Maybe put him, if your dog really doesn't like it, uh, put him in a closet where you can shut the door. You know, put him in a crate in a closet where you can shut the door with music on in there to help muffle the sound. Uh, but what I like to do is I like to laugh like an idiot and throw food and toys at them. If you do that, whenever they start with the, <gasps> did you hear that? Yes, I did. That's nothing. Here's food. Oh, cool. Did you hear that again? Yeah, more food. Okay. <gasps> that one, more food. Oh, cool. Hey, I just heard one. Where's my food? So you want to counter condition their response to it. Okay. I will see you guys and take care.